If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Dark Chocolate can be your strength. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function, including a recent Harvard study showing a 27% reduction in cardiovascular death. It may even be a helpful tool in managing cognitive decline. Flava Naturals Dark Chocolate Bars and Cocoa Powder deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate with great flavor and minimal sugar. Their secret is sourcing premium, high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. I use it every day. For more information and to order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. There you'll find the extensive research behind cocoa flavanols benefits and great recipes too. That's flavanaturals.com. flavanaturals.com. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's an opportunity to pose your questions to us. Today, I'm with Layla Mutin, who's our nutritionist in residence, and she and I endeavor to answer your questions and field your comments uh, once a week. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla. So questions at drhoffman.net, the destination for questions. How are you doing today, Layla? Okay, Dr. Hoffman, how are you? Good, good. Uh, so, uh, I just got back from North Carolina, mm-hmm. where uh, in Asheville, North Carolina, which is a beautiful little town, uh-huh. and it's kind of like the the Portland of of North Carolina. It's a very uh, interesting city. Lots uh-huh. of music venues, uh, lots of uh, you know students. And uh, it's a very cool town, uh-huh. and it's in the beautiful area, which is the, the Blue Ridge Mountain area of North oh, Carolina. Lovely. Yeah, and uh, it's sort of countrified. And I stayed at a house outside of near Weaverville, uh-huh. uh, outside of uh, outside of Asheville, where he had a beautiful retreat for the Alliance for Natural Health, mm-hmm. uh, the ANH. Uh, website anh-usa.org, mm-hmm. and we got together with uh, you know people from actually around the world because we're also part of ANH International. Yes, and we did our strategic planning for the year, and it was a very it was these are I mean I really love these people because they're all very committed to natural health, whether yes. it be uh, freedom of choice in our supplements, whether it be freedom of choice in the types of healthcare that we access, mm-hmm. and of course we had a lot to talk about in the wake of. Uh, the misinformation, disinformation campaigns about natural medicine mm-hmm. and, you know, people saying things about, you know, natural support for COVID getting attacked by governmental agencies for quackery yeah. and so on and so on. And, you know, yeah. laws like in California where you, you know, misinformation is grounds for like being, uh, losing your medical license. Uh, when it could be the yesterday's misinformation can be today's mm-hmm. uh, plausible information. You know, yeah. when uh, people who've said uh, natural immunity is well, natural immunity is nothing. The vaccine is everything. Well, you know, the, those issues have not stood the test of time very well. Can't fool uh, Mother Nature. Yeah. So you know, it's we're all about 
building resilience in a natural way. Yeah. We're not against high-tech medical innovations, but uh, we do think that uh, the drug in industry, pharmaceutical industry, has too much sway with the FDA. Yes. And uh, so it's a great organization. They interchange to join. board members all the time. <laughs> right. It's well, a revolving door. It's a revolving door. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. You, see, I didn't get to the board of uh, A and H by having been uh, on the pharmaceutical company right. board. Okay. Right. So uh, the regulators. Uh -huh. What helps the regulators regulate is that they used to be the regulated, and then they become the regulators, and vice versa. Yeah. Actually, if you're a lenient regulator, a nice sinecure for you is you retire from from government work, mm -hmm. and then you can make five or ten times the salary teaching a pharmaceutical company how to evade government regulations. There you go. You That's know. it. What, and yeah. what better person to teach how to evade than right. somebody who's done that who's job done that. of regulating? Done that. So ah. we, this is also uh, in light of our SOS campaign, our Save Our Supplements mm -hmm. campaign, because uh, in spite of some real victories that we had last year, we mm -hmm. pushed back against Congress's efforts to uh, enhance FDA's purview over supplements, and we successfully pushed back several initiatives. Yeah. And but they're still trying. You know, it's like, you know, it's like the 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 zombies keep coming back. You know, you can hit them with shovels. You know, you can you know hit them with pickaxes. Well, and, we need to keep signing our petitions and donating yeah. and and all of that good stuff. So it's about donation because yes. uh, I'm personally committed to doing anything that I can to preserve our access to potent, innovative supplements of our choice. And therefore, I'm repeating something I did last year. We had an, uh, a Save Our Supplements campaign. Mm -hmm. If you go to drhoffman.com slash A&H, learn how you can take action and donate. And for each donation, I will match it uh, dollar for dollar up to a total of $5,000. And so uh, let's see if we can raise a little bit of money for this important initiative. Yeah. A very important initiative. And it, what it does is, you know, mm -hmm. you may say, well, where does that go to? We have, we have lobbyists. Mm -hmm. We have people who actually, uh, go to Washington. They go to state legislators. They put out fires, you know, where there's restrictive supplement bills coming up. Yeah. Or where there's restrictive licensure bills. For example, uh, sometimes states say, oh, you have to be RD to give any kind of nutritional information. Yeah, which is if you're If you're a, uh, a master's degree like you are, you mm -hmm. have an MS in mm -hmm. nutrition. Let's mm -hmm. say you, you are an RD. Yeah. So you're, you're like really kosher. Mm -hmm. But let's say you had a great body of knowledge from your master's degree and you yes. wanted to, in a certain state, let's hypothetically say Oklahoma, yeah. offer nutrition advice after obtaining a graduate degree. Yeah. They might say, no, you must be an RD, which is actually a, a lower credential mm -hmm. in nutrition than a, a advanced medic, uh, advanced uh, yeah. uh, university degree. R RD does require a master's degree at this point. It didn't back when I was oh, in school, but okay. I went and got the master's because I wanted to. Oh, there? I okay. wanted to. Okay. You know. But I know another nutritionist that we both know. She's a PhD. Liz Lipsky. Yeah, sure. Remember her? She's she, been a guest on my program. She does great I love gastro her. stuff. I love her. Yeah. And I often refer to her textbook yeah. It, it, it's like a reference book for me right. to go there and take a look. She's like a distant mentor yeah. for me. That's yeah. how I would consider mm -hmm. Liz Lipsky. She had to move from, I believe, her home state of North Carolina. Okay. Speaking of which, when they changed the licensing laws yeah. and said, you have to be an RD and she's not, she moved to nearby Virginia right. so she can continue right. to be a practicing nutritionist. Right. Just exactly what you're talking so about. We're she's a PhD. She so shouldn't have to be... 
Anyway. We're fighting the fight on a lot of fronts. Yeah. There's also yeah. an effort to make NMN a drug, yeah. uh, nicotine mononucleotide. Mm -hmm. And there's also, in, last year we fought off an effort to take NAC off, mm -hmm. N-acetylcysteine off. We won that battle. Yes. But it's a temporary victory. They said, we're going to reserve judgment on that. We may circle back. But so far, you can still market NAC. Amazon took NAC off its marketplace in anticipation that it would be rendered illegal. Yeah. But now it's back. So, uh, and here we are. Yeah. So, so these are the battles we're fighting, and it's kind of like whack-a-mole because they're just really the regulatory agencies want more control. Uh, there is, I think, an agenda by certain members of Congress and people in, who are in the pockets of pharmaceutical industry to yes. quash natural therapy. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's not one big monolithic conspiracy theory with you know somebody sitting at the top. Mm -hmm. working the controls, but there's a tendency to uh, emphasize expensive, high-tech approaches over simple, natural approaches. True. So, I think the vaccine is, is an example. Whatever good the vaccine did, yeah. it was not an, it was not a, an all-or-nothing uh, approach. True. And, you know, we need an all-of-the-above approach, including elements of natural health. So, Absolutely. DearHoffman.com slash ANH. Check it out. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a worthwhile organization. And by the way, uh, at that meeting, mm -hmm. I was elected president. Hey, congratulations. Okay. So, well, I, I, I don't know because it, it's going to involve <laughs> a lot of work. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, but you're so qualified. Well, I remember back when you were the president of ACAM, the American the, College for Advancement yes, Medicine. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh -huh. And uh, that shaved a few years off my life. And <laughs> I, I think that's when my hair began turning. You know, it's it, as it, my hair's not gray, but it, it the gray hair has multiplied. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, gosh, I'm going to have to go back and look at pictures from 2005 when I first arrived on the scene at the Hoffman Center. So I don't think you look much different since uh, since then. Me, on the other hand, woohoo! You're rocking the, the I'm silver. rocking the silver hair. I like it. I Thank think it's you. great. I think it's great. Thank you. Uh, I'm liberated. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I mean... No know. more toxic hair color. Right. Well, yeah. see, what men do is they do a lot of the... The, the tell with men mm -hmm. is not so much the hair on their head, but when they start to grow a beard. And beards are popular. And yeah. so they, I, you know, that thing about... Uh, tinting your beard a little bit, yes. you know, like uh, mm -hmm. that. That I could, because I, that'll rejuvenate you a little bit, right? Right, there. that's true. <laughs> so, I, jumping from that to something that's really important. I mean, I'm going to talk mm -hmm. about this, uh, you know, a lot more because mm -hmm. uh, I want to do a deep dive on this study. But this is just tremendously exciting. Uh, you know, there's a lot of debate about fish oil, like fish. Yeah, don't bother. You know, mm -hmm. fish oil is worthless. Fish oil is well. You know. It's not really worthless, but if you really want the benefits of fish oil, get the drug, because there is now prescription fish oil. Uh, so, and yeah, the stuff in the health food stores, like, yeah, it doesn't do much for you. Well, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, the preeminent journal on the subject of AJCN. nutrition. Yep. AJCN. This month, mm -hmm. just out, the relationship of omega-3 fatty acids with dementia and cognitive decline. And... There are several ways to study this. One is to look at dietary studies. And you can ask people, well, how much fish do you consume? And that's a little unreliable sometimes it because is. the recall or is not good. How much fish did you consume over the last 10 years? You know, right. most people don't remember what they had for dinner exactly. a week ago. Exactly. Yeah. So those are recall studies and they're prone to error. Yes. 
then there are recall studies based on supplementation. How much do you take? How many mm-hmm. supplements do you take? Do you take fish oil supplements? Well, I have been taking fish oil supplements. I don't know about you, but I've been taking yeah. them for 40 years. Yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. so, and I do it day in and day out, and day in and day out, and day in and day out. Now, materially, do I feel different from one day to the other? No, I don't. Uh, but I know it's good. Yes. It's like, you know, I uh, comb my hair, yeah. I, you know, I take a shower, I brush my teeth, I take my fish oil. That's it. The only days I don't take fish oil is when, I, when I'm eating a lot of fish, when I'm eating a lot of wild Alaskan salmon, or I'm yep. having some low mercury tuna, or I'm eating a lot of sardines, sardines, which I really, when I'm eating a lot of fish, I'll skip my fish oil yeah, that day. I, I don't even, those two well, days. It, it, to me, actually, it seemed a little ridiculous. When yeah. I'm having a salmon meal and I'm taking more fish oil, exactly. I still do it. Yeah, I still yeah, do it. No, that's, that's fine. That's all right. And, it's like insurance. And if you, if you can listen to what I say about the study, I, yeah. you, you, I, I will be vindicated okay. for, for being so faithful. <laughs> so finally, another way to determine how much you're taking in is you can say you eat this amount, or you can say you take this amount of supplements, but where the rubber meets the road, where the proof is evident, is in your blood, Yes. and especially in what it's called your red blood cell membranes, because that's where it gets incorporated. It, uh, it Just having it circulating in the blood doesn't mean it's in your cells. Yeah. So the red True. blood cell membrane, the membrane mm-hmm. we now know is a fatty layer, and it can be composed of McDonald's fat, or it yeah. can be composed of of salmon. Yeah, French fry fat or salmon. Exactly, or cottonseed oil, or you know what? Uh, oh, don't say cottonseed oil. I just saw a headline where it said it might be good for, and and I didn't go there because I was doing something different that I needed. To, oh no! We'll get the lowdown on that. We'll get the lowdown on that. I'll look for that again. So okay. so so come so they so they then measured levels mm-hmm. and they did this in quite a few people in this study uh, eleven hundred thirty five participants uh, without dementia and then they did a six year follow up because they were older individuals seventy three so you can figure that's enough enough people seventy three where you're going to get a few who who proceed over six years to cognitive decline yeah uh, you couldn't do it with with twenty people. Um, but you're going to get at least some statistical significance yes. with 1,135 people. And then they also did a meta-analysis of research studies uh, that helped to inform their opinion on this. This is what they found. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, the, this 48 studies, which included 103,000 individuals, I guess they drew blood from the the... the 1135 people, but they went beyond that to look at 48 other studies. Uh, they say that moderate to high level of evidence, now you may say moderate evidence, that's not good, but rarely in a nutritional study do you get moderate to high levels of evidence. Huh. They'll often say there is some evidence, needs to be, you know, they'll have them and haw and say there needs to be some additional uh, confirmation, but Moderate to high level of evidence suggests that dietary intake of omega-3 fatty acids could lower the risk of all-cause dementia or cognitive decline by around 20%. Wow. And especially for DHA intake. 20% is significant. Right. Now, that's, a that's dietary. Yeah. That's from food. So it's argued you know, that they now have these highly purified prescription forms of EPA. Yeah. And the DHA doesn't matter. 
DHA matters when it, it comes to the matter. brain. It, EPA may be mo more important for the heart, yeah, 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 but yeah, DHA yeah, 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 yeah. is more important for the brain. I was always taking DHA Select, by the way, right. of the ortho of the. So you uh, want to go brain, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, if brain you want to mix your both, you take the Orthomega, which is EPA and DHA. If you want the pharmaceutical stuff that you get from your cardiologist for your heart, I guess you can take that pharmaceutical stuff that's just EPA. Yeah, it's called EpiCor, I think. Hmm. I think. So you're not talking about like the Lovaza, Lovaza or the Repatha right. or, or any of those? Repatha is a PCSK9 inhibitor. But, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm confusing that with a different... So anyway, get this. This is amazing. For each increment of 0 0.1 gram per day of DHA or EPA, that's one-tenth of a gram. That's 100 milligrams. Mm -hmm. For each... 0.1 gram per day of DHA or EPA intake was associated with an eight to nine, eight to ten percent lower risk of cognitive decline. So let's say that small dose was that beneficial. So that's that's almost trivial. But what I'm taking, yeah, is I take two Orthomegas, which gives me about 1.5 of EPA plus DHA, because yeah. they're eight fifties. Mm -hmm. They're eight fifties, and a lot of the big, you know, you don't have to get. The Orthomega, which is available on full script, you can get any, you know, the other brands, you know, sure. uh, the, the Carlson, Carlson, or, or you can get also Nordic, Nordic, Natural. uh, Nordic Naturals, right. or um, we, um, you know, we talk about a very, you know, various brands. Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to get anywhere from, depending if you take two a day or four a day, yes, six a day in some cases, you're going to get. Not just hundreds, but thousands of grams yeah. of EPA and DHA. And on top of so that, when the, you have some salmon for dinner, <laughs> well, do, do the math. Yeah. yeah. So you will get up to a ten percent for each point one gram. So if you take ten times that, you're going to get what a hundred percent reduction. Now, a hundred percent reduction cannot mean that you eradicate your risk. Yeah. You're like, I, it's good to crowd out all that French fry trans fat. <laughs> but like a hundred percent reduction would be food. if, if yeah. ten people in that group uh, uh -huh. got uh, that, it would be um, it would still you know mean that half of them would would yes, get protection. Yes, yes, that's very significant. What an encouraging study. And they say that there's also. Uh, high levels of evidence that indicate that levels of plasma EPA, which we measure here yes, from time to time, mm -hmm. and erythrocyte member, membrane DHA was associated with lower risk of cognitive decline. Fantastic. And you're going to take a deeper dive on the study? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to get, get the whole study and yeah. look at it. And, um, yeah. But that's um, certainly very impressive. Yes. And My goodness. So... We now have to think about EPA and DHA, not just for the heart, mm -hmm. but especially for the brain. For the brain, yes. And we know DHA specifically for brain, for eyes. We like to give it to pregnant women. It's in, part of their it's, prenatal It has now been plan. added to formula. Yes. We were among the last advanced countries in the world to allow the addition of DHA to formula because all the other countries got ahead of us and said this is essential and it took us a long time to recognize that and wow. if you formula if you breastfeed you're going to give a kid some DHA but if you just exclusively formula feed a kid they won't get any DHA what's the effect on their developing sense organs their eyes their ears their brains um, 
It probably is significant. You know, especially if those formulas have other competing fats, yeah. like maybe a sunflower oil, the omega-6s win. Yeah. When compared yeah. with, because there's that one pathway Com and the omega-6 takes competitive precedence. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. So. So anyway, so I, I just thought, we watched a little long on that. That's terrific. But, uh, there, I think it's, it's yeah. just a remarkable vindication of what we've been recommending for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Bravo. It's nice to see that in American Journal of uh, Clinical Nutrition. Yeah, which isn't exactly, they're not radicals in this field. They're very conservative in uh, mm -hmm. allowing publication of things that support nutritional supplementation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we've got a very nice comment here. You know, we've gotten questions on this program often over mm -hmm. the years mm -hmm. about sleep. Yeah. People having trouble getting, you know, getting to sleep mm -hmm. or staying asleep during the night. Now, I got an email here from Antoinette okay. who says, sleep specialist MDs are recommending trying a later bedtime to sleep through the night, yes. like midnight to 7 a.m. possibly. Right. And she says, it works for me. Well, here's the thing. This is the paradoxical thing, is that people get into a bind because they have poor sleep, Mm -hmm. And so they say, well, you know, I wake up tired, I wake up tired, I just go to bed earlier and earlier and earlier. And especially older people, yeah, uh, they don't have as much, you know, they're not partying hardy. Right. And they're going to, they, they conk out in front of the TV set at yes. like, you know, 8 o'clock. Yeah. And then they wonder, why am I up at 3 in the morning? Yes, because you're uh, done sleeping. Right. Yeah, that so, makes sense. But this is this actually what they're doing is they're putting people on a sleep diet. They're saying, make yourself stay up till yeah. midnight. Yeah. You'll be more tired. Yes, but you'll and, sleep. And you'll sleep longer. Right. Because if your body is even somewhat normal, it will acquire the sleep that it needs. Yeah, yeah. That works. I've had many patients come in and say, well, what time do you, I'll, what time do you go to bed? Nine. And they complain that they're waking up at 3.30. I said, you're done sleeping. Mm -hmm. You're done. It's six yeah. and a half hours. And this is why it's I right. sometimes... Yeah. I'll sometimes be a little tired, you mm -hmm. know, but I will at, at like 9 or 9.30. Yes. I'll force myself to stay up and do something. For some reason, the something magic relaxing. number. Yes. So the magic number for me lately has been 9.23. I really start to like, <laughs> really, I want to go to bed now. Let me go brush my tooth. Right. But I will stand up and I will go do something. Well, this is, you know. Like fold some laundry or go do something. Well, you know, after you've had dinner at the Olive Garden <laughs> at 5 o'clock in the afternoon and, you no. Know, I'm kidding, but you know I've never been to Olive Garden. I just went. I, was it any you know, good? I tell you what. What happened I've was never been to I that. got to the airport and yeah. they picked me up in North Carolina, uh -huh. and they said, uh, "Oh, we're waiting. Another person is coming in, but we've got an hour." And I said, "Well, look, I'm a little hungry, and I don't want to eat at the airport. Let's just we have a rental car. Let's just drive, and we'll come back to the airport. We'll pick her up." Yeah. And so we go. We're driving along the strip mall, and it's like really bad it's oh, like my. you know it's like the fast food the fast food and fast food yeah and finally i see an olive garden i said at least i can get a salad there that's all that's i want it. i want something green so i yeah. go there yeah and they present with great fanfare a big bowl mm -hmm. with olives mm -hmm. okay and some i guess some oil and vinegar and but it was iceberg lettuce Oh. So this is, I mean, yeah. it, I was thinking like really nice mescaline. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you know. But I, but I it was it was, it was was roughage. That's all I wanted. It, it, exactly. And iceberg has a lot of water. It's a good place to get a lot of water. It's not iceberg. terrible. It's not terrible. Yeah. yeah. And it's got a great crunch. That mescaline just doesn't. But have. I was thinking, we were joking because we were, we were yeah. all like sophisticates. And I said, 
I said, oh, I'm going Where's to try. My arugula? I'm going to try the Olive Garden. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and I and I walk in. I said, oh, I feel so Italian now. It's like, oh, I do. Did I you get the unlimited breadsticks? I didn't even need to go to Florence anymore, or Milan, or you know. Right. Oh, oh the God. breadsticks. Yeah. They, you can really scarf those. I'll bet. They're really they're yeah. warm and yummy, and I tasted them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So all right. Well, we tend to be snobs yeah. about these things, but, you know, yeah. hey, yeah. in Asheville, North Carolina, they, and by the way, they have yeah. very, very good restaurants, but not near the airport. Oh, they have of like, course not. They have artisanal, you know, It's really like organic. a food desert because it's all like, it's yeah. like a rest stop. Yeah. You know, you've got all, you've got your... Well, it was like a, along the highway. Along sure, the highway. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, not many offerings besides fast right. food. Or convenience food. But I want to thank Antoinette for sending this email along that, hey... Go to bed later so you sleep through the night. It's called a sleep diet. It That's is a strategy. It's a sleep diet. Mm-hmm. I'm for whatever yeah. works. Yeah. Thank you, Antoinette. There's another thing about a sleep diet. Hmm. Is, you know, we talk about insufficient sleep, insufficient sleep, insufficient sleep, and, you know, how bad it is for your health. People who sleep excessively, it's not a good sign. It may no. be a reflection of ill health or it may actually promote a certain lethargy. Um, one strategy that's actually pretty effective for dealing with depression is to limit sleep time mm. and it gives it kind of gives you like a power surge yeah uh but you have to assess the right patient patients are like sleeping all the time you say no don't do that you must 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 curtail your sleep time you only get seven hours of sleep yeah you can't get more and it is a wake-up call to them yeah, yeah, yeah and it, yeah, it yeah. activates them somehow exactly this exactly. is exactly I mean, there are different forms of depression. There's sort of agitated depression, and then there's a sort right. of a vegetative depression, yeah. it's called, where you're just like, like, just lethargic. And, you know, people also have to realize, say you're going to bed at 10 o'clock and you're waking up at 5, you're done sleeping at 5. You've gotten your 7 hours. Yeah. But other people will invariably turn over go back to sleep because they don't have to get up till 7. When they get up at 7, they feel like they've been hit by a truck. It's, it's worse. too much sleep all yeah. over again. Yeah, they're, it's they're too much sleep. Sleep drunk. Exactly. That happened to me a little last yeah. night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I felt better at five in the morning than I did at. That's at, it. At, you know. I I'm guilty of this on a Saturday or Sunday morning. Yeah. Yes, I'm awake at five twenty or whatever it is. I should be getting up, but I will turn over, go back to sleep, and by the time I I wake up at seven thirty, I'm like, oh, where is my tea? Mm-hmm. You know, just yeah. to get up and out. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, shall we get on to questions? We 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 actually we sort of did because we ought to comment. So oh, what we'll do wow. is let's um, let's pause because we divide our podcast into two parts, yes. and we'll take up as many questions as we can in part two. We promise to do that, and give us a preview of what we're going to tackle in part two. Can I take baking soda indefinitely for my GERD? Okay, interesting question. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman today with Layla Mutant. It's our weekly Q and A with Layla. The way that you get questions to us is. Questions at drhoffman.net. It doesn't have to be a question. It could be a comment. It could be uh, even a critique. It could be, although keep those... Or topics of interest. Keep those to a dull yeah. or a topic of interest. Uh, and 877-726-8255 is our number to call during the program during the week or any time, uh, 24-7, 365, to record a question for the Intelligent Medicine Radio Show heard Saturdays from noon to 2 Eastern Time. That's live, and it may vary in your... Neck of the woods, but you can always listen online. That's our live show. All right, we'll be back in just a moment. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. <laughs> 